good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Hardwood Boys, Season 6, Episode 4. I wasn't a bad pop. Not at all. This episode is brought to you by Michelin Ultra and all their fine products they put out. It's all they sell is water. <laughs> Flavored water. Close, <laughs> close to and water. And it's not a good flavor. <laughs> I like it. I tried to drink a Bud Light the other day from the marina. And I don't know if it's skunky or old, but I, dra- I took a sip and went, oh my God, I don't know how you people had drink one it. Here. A Bud Light? I had a yeah. bunch the other night at my house, but. Well, you, one- had, you had one here, you didn't complain about it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I usually won't. After did, he, had did, he have, did he have the one moonshine too. before? Yeah. If I drink three or four bo- beers first and then go to a Bud Light, eh, no big deal. But if yeah. it's the first one you drink, okay. cool. And I think it was skunky too, because we yeah. get some beer at the marina. It's been there for six months hot, and hot, cold, and then we put it in the fridge. Yeah. So okay, we got Vic, we got Brandon, we got Cannon. We're sitting under Brandon's house, right next to the Tiki, uh, the Zeta room. In fact, it's too you, damn hot in there. You, you can hear my my dog barking out there. Oh, yeah. I think the the neighbors were outside. Is that Moose? Out. Yes, that is Moose. Moose is a big black giant schnauzer. He could jump. He could step over the fence, but he, he could, doesn't. But he doesn't. Don't you have another dog? Uh, Wally. You know, just got if anybody it, yeah. wants him, let me know. Reach out to Kenan on Facebook. and. <laughs> no, you're keeping that dog. That was a cute, sweet dog. I like him. Yeah, no. He was cute. You, you, which one of y'all want him? You want him? No, I don't want a dog. I got a cat. I'm happy with my cat. He likes cats. It's all good. Nope. I don't need a dog. A cat, you can just open the door and let him go. I will trade you my cat for that dog. Uh-uh. Look, right. I saved Stormy in the very beginning. Well, I wasn't here to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> you were in Bahrain or something. Um, okay, yeah, today we'll talk about uh, Vic's gun done. You're, you're camping every weekend now, right? Pretty much. Like, yeah. We didn't go this weekend because I thought the weather was going to be horrible. And it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was cloudy, but the weather wasn't bad. Um, and I've been, I still have been going out and tearing the trout up. So I went to, on Thursday, last Thursday, all by myself, went out to Pass Marianne. It was kind of rough on the way out. But I knew the wind was going to switch. At least my app said that. And sat there. I got there about an hour and a half before the tide changed. And I sat there with my croakers on the bottom. Me and one other boat. We were both sitting there doing nothing. We had three or four boats pull up, not catch anything in 10 minutes and leave. And I looked at the guy. I said, just wait them out. I said, at about 11 o'clock, the tide's going to change. And they will bite. I promise. We're both in the right spot. And he just kind of looked at me like, okay, I'll, I'll sit here. And, uh... I'd say at 10:45, I looked up and he's throwing a little pink mirror lure, just at the rig and in top water. Yeah, it was kind of a suspended bait, I guess. And heck, if he didn't pull in a 15-inch trout, you know, I was like, shit. So I watched him do that, and my poles are doing nothing. And then he did it again. A pink mirror lure pulled it through there, caught another nice trout. And I was like, well, shit. So I put on a a little matrix shad with a blue top and sparkles in it. I cast it to the rig, first cast, caught a 15-inch trout. I was like, damn. And then as soon as I'm picking that one up in my net, my pole with the croaker just bends over. So then they were on. And I caught it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, well, the tide the changed. Tide, yeah, it was right then. And we both wore them out for 30, 45 minutes. Nice. I think he caught 10 or 15. I caught 10. And then he pulled up and left. 
So I'm there by myself, and then there's something huge bit my line and just pulled my drag out for about 75 yards. But I had just switched to braided line, so I was like, this is perfect. You know, I can test this braided line out. And he pulled me off for about 75 yards, and then and I thought about chasing him, just pull, you know, pulling him. Thank the, you. Yeah, chasing him with the trolling motor, but I was like, eh, I got this braided line, let me go. And then he turned around, whatever it was, a splash, big splash, about 75 yards out. And then it hauled ass right back to the rig, right at me. So I'm reeling as fast as I could, and he went right to the rig and just snapped that braided line. It's like it was nice. So I think it was a shark. And then the trout, I never got another bite for 45 minutes after that. So, and I came in. So I had 10 nice trout. Nice. I'll post a picture of them. Um, so you've been fishing. You've been yeah. Doing I went some. I went flounder digging two weekends ago, um, and I got ten flounders. And relatively quick, that water was crystal clear. Yeah. Like I did not even realize. I was like mid thigh floundering and didn't even realize it. How deep it was. Yeah, it's so and, clear. And I didn't know it was that deep until I stuck my first flounder and reached my hand in the yeah, water to you, get him. Your face went. And my face went in the water. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow! Yeah. And it was that. I, I haven't seen it that clear in a long time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been floundering, at least that on, on our beach, because I rarely go anywhere else. And it's usually murky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the wind is different. Uh, you know, it comes at us. We are at a different angle than that wave on beaches. So it, it's I a mean, different it was angle. crystal clear. And then, you know, typical bass fishing you yeah. know, that I do on Sundays. And I call, we call, we kept 19 and put two back in the water, two, you know, four or five pounders back in the water. So, yeah. um, but I, I got, Quinn gave me a year long subscription to Mystery Tackle Box. Oh, those are cool. Which, you never know what you get. You, yeah. you have no clue and you get one every single month. Can you be, can you say you like salt water or fresh water? You can switch it up. Okay. In the middle yeah. of the, but I, you know, you right may now, fresh water, yeah. And I mean, all of my fishing is, is, is fresh water, but I had gotten a bait it's called the Headhunter, and it's a little soft plastic brim. Yeah. And it's it's weedless, so they say. I mean, like, the, right now, in, in most of the lakes, you got a lot of grass growth, so you're going to yeah. pick up some of that, but it's not going to get, like, hung up. Yeah. Because um, the hook is buried behind the, the fins. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that's the only I, – I caught one fish on – a wacky rig. The wacky rig, sideways, worm. Yeah. yeah. Zoom. And everything else was on on that brim. Yeah. And in fact, I'm going to try to get some more of them. I'm going to order them. They're like seven bucks a piece. Okay. I'm gonna, this one's like three and a half inches. I'm going to get like four and a half inch one, a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, but it was a good time. You know, a couple hours, two, two, two and a half hours is yeah. how long we fished. And we call we kept like I said we kept nineteen and I'll send you that picture. Yeah, do that. I'll post it on the yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. So yeah, right now fishing is on. You've been you've been catching any little cat fish in your uh yeah. in your creek? I looked at my fishing rods <laughs> the other day, that's about it. <laughs> you looked at them. Yeah. That sucks. But uh yeah. I mean you're busy every second you have taking care of your land. Yeah. I mean that, like? that's that's a story in itself because you buy land unless you got somebody that you can pay or that lives there that can take care of it there's a lot of work it's a lot of work a lot of work what what are what is your plans for the creek up there 
What do you, you want to build, build something? Yeah, I'm going to build a bridge over it. What kind of bridge are you going to build? How big, How how far is it? It's like 30 feet across. 30 feet. So I would say our bridge at Blackwater is 30 feet across, yeah. but it's 20 feet down to the water. So yours isn't like that. No, it's about. It's only about 10 feet down. Okay. But yeah, so you're going to have to build a I, bridge. I looked this up. This bridge is pretty cool looking, and it doesn't have supports. Yeah, that's what I. No, I it's it's I like an arch bridge, but yeah. Da Vinci designed it. So it just. It's off his it's design. All, yeah, so it's at the base on each side, and you use wood. Yeah, it's like crisscrossing wood angles. with um, wood in between them. So it's going to look kind of like a wooden roller coaster, kind of. Kind of. I'm guessing that's how they structure those. Those always scare the hell out of me. Yeah. You look at them, you're like, how? Oh, but they, they've been up for 100 years. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Da Vinci was a, well, an architect. Yeah, was just, yeah. an, an Eagle Scout. Yeah, he did one for his like Eagle Scout project. He yeah. did it at a park. It was like 30, 35 feet. Oh, really? It looked good. Cool. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. Are you going to put rails on it or are you just going to leave it open? I don't know. Somewhere? Look at that chair. He built that by hand in by rain. Of course, his his bridge is going to look be cool as shit like that. It's I think look... Brandon said he was going to take that backrest off yeah. and lay it down on the planks there. On the bridge? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That might be sitting right in the middle of the bridge where he can just take yeah, a break there. I'll sit there and fish hunt from, hunt from the middle of the bridge. He can sit there and hunt. Um, yeah, all the deer just walk right down the creek. But yeah, part of your issue is you're only using like a push mower. Yeah. You need a tractor. You need. Yeah, I need all that. It all, yeah, owning land is expensive. Yeah. If you get the bridge built, then you can you could upsize to something a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. You, your bridge will be able to hold yeah, like a push mower. Yeah, push all I can carry across the creek. So you carry that across the creek yeah. to go cut your your food plots in the back or whatever. And you, it, I mean, you, so I you got to back there. It, it's pretty steep down and it's pretty steep going you up. Carry it or you can push it. I carry it and then put it up on the bank and then hide it behind a tree and then get up there and pull it up. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have a better solution. Yeah. Or even buy a cheaper lawnmower and leave it out there yeah just cover it with a tarp you know something because yeah. you're gonna well i guess it, i mean it'll keep you young i guess working that <laughs> <Yeah. hard. laughs> me i'm getting i had you know i had I, I ran two mile jog and walk two miles today that's the first exercise i've done in a long time yeah. other than just work um so yeah i guess it'll keep you young keep you me just, in shape i guess until you hurt yourself and fall in the creek and yeah. can't get out and none of us know how to get you out yeah. Oh. You just let, let them lay. Well, if it rains hard, you can't even go across it. So your bridge is going to have to be sturdy enough to not get washed away. Yeah, well, I'm putting it over the the where it floods. Yeah. When so it's, the creek's really high. Yeah, so the bridge won't even get wet, you don't think, in the base of the bridge or anything. So. No, it shouldn't. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, anything, we could probably... You could probably dig down and, and set some like four by four posts. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. So it, even so if it does flood, it won't move it away. Yeah, that would suck. You do all that work, <laughs> no, it's, it's all floats gone. It would be yeah. gone, you know, if the water got high enough. Well, the little so. bridge on that little first little spring mm-hmm. creek, it when it was flooded and I had to swim back across. Yeah. The last time I was out there. I had to pull that one with a rope to get it one side, and then I pushed off and yeah. floated over on the other one. Isn't right it a floating bridge? Yeah, not, it's not, it's supposed not to intentionally. Be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, even when I went, I thought it was a floating bridge. I had to drift bridge, across, but... and I ran and jumped off the end of it. Oh, really? <laughs> the other side. Well, those days you're going to slip in with your boots on and never make it back up. 
Uh, you know, I had a buddy of mine who was weight fishing. Yeah. Over in Dolphin Island six or seven years ago. And he had his chest waders on. Yep. And he filled them with water. He stepped in a hole. And that was yep. it. You're gone. You don't come back up. Yeah. Yeah. I've that heard of it happening at that flat boat where it's mm-hmm. a foot. Yep. Where the, you put the boat up, but by the back of the boat, it's seven feet deep. Mm-hmm. So when you go to step off thinking it's two feet deep, you got waders on, you're gone. Because yep. they suction to your foot, and you're and they're an anchor. They just suck you under. So, yeah, I don't wear waders out there. You know, it's almost like, could you put a, a zipper on the side of waders? I don't think you could even get them off. air, at least. I think it's hard to even get your shoes off. Like, if you fell in with tied shoes, it's, I mean, you can kick them off, but you're, you're trying to wear fight. shoes in the water. Yeah, I know. I even took my shoes off in the boat the other day. Yeah. Um, just took them off. I burned the shit out of my feet. You think that the shoes are going to weight you down if you went to the bottom? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it, it makes it harder to swim. And I've been reading stories of people that have been falling out of their boats. You know, and, and you know, I don't, it's harder to step on um, fishing hooks when you have shoes on too. Yeah, well, I mean, I keep the shoes on usually, <laughs> so I don't step on something. But I'm by myself in the boat, so I don't have spare hooks just laying we're, around. Wear flip flops. I don't know. They fall off my feet. The way I walk, apparently, I just never could wear flip flops. I have these sandal things, but I, I don't. I don't like them. Hey, has anybody been going offshore doing any kind of offshore fishing? Uh, yeah, people have. They had the billfish tournament in uh, Biloxi or Gulfport recently. Yeah, last, last past weekend. weekend. And uh, I know they caught like a, like a seven hundred pound, pound marlin. Yeah. They said the 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 winner of that because normally they don't even keep the marlins. You know, they measure them, get pictures of them, and then they let them go, and then they win by that, the length and the girth. They can adjust what the size is. But this one was so big that they there's a prize that all the boats put money in, and if one is over a certain amount of weight, it wins. I think it was seven hundred thousand dollars is what the winning. It was like seven hundred eighty pounds. Yeah. The biggest so, they've ever had down there was over a thousand, a thousand and fifty-four. Yeah, I was talking to John Kerner, who lives around here, and he said he caught one. He was on the boat. His sister-in-law caught an over a thousand pound one that won. The, it might have been that one. Uh, it's they, still a record. They call it a grander. Yeah, and he said it, he was on the boat when they caught that one. Sure. And back then, and we were talking about that. Back then, they killed every fish. I've been with. Mm-hmm. I've been on a boat where we caught a marlin. They just wanted to weigh it. Yeah. They weigh it. It's five hundred pounds, and then they drop it in the river and let it float away. Like, that's it. No, that's how it used to be. That's that's just the, the all the marlin, all the tarpon, all the jackfish, anything they didn't want to eat, they would just toss them. And then in Hawaii, they waste. eat marlin. Yeah. So I'm like, what is going? You know, why would we do that? Uh, so nowadays they measure them and they let them live. Yeah. Except this big one, he might have. Well, been you so can tell if it's big, big. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but they needed a weight on it to win that seven hundred forty thousand or whatever it was that they won, but they did it. The best fish I've eaten, talking about throwaway fish, barracuda. Really? Yeah. I had it in They're good? Africa. It was the best fish I've ever eaten. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Barracuda. Yeah. I I'd hate to catch that. one, but. Yeah. I've seen them diving. I don't like that. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm scared to shoot one. They look like, yeah, they look yeah, like I an alligator. Saw, saw, you I miss, they're going to tear you up. Yeah. And the dude was like, if it's a certain color, you need to just go away from it. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, it ain't a wahoo. It's a barracuda. <laughs> yeah. Look at the teeth. Yeah. It's not a wahoo. It's a bear freaking cuda. Speaking yeah. of tarpon, it's got that, that big teeth sticking yeah, out of its mouth. That is something that I want to catch. I would like to. We used to, as kids down in Venice, go to the mud lumps when the tarpon come in. And we hooked, I would say, I've probably been in the boat when we've hooked five or six. And we've never caught one. And then my dad made some friends with these people that follow tarpon. That's all they do. They go from Florida all the way to Texas following the tarpon, doing every tournament. 
and he got on with them, and he caught. They catch him. They just know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And he ended up winning the Empire Tarpon Rodeo. My dad did. Really? He caught like a, I don't know, 200. I can post that picture of my brother standing yeah, they're next massive. to they're massive. He's got it mounted down yeah. in Venice, and he won the tournament with one. I want, I want to catch one. Because that was his dream, is to always catch I one, too. I always wanted to catch one. Yeah. And they, and they come through. My brother saw him Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Out at Cat Island, yes. a whole school of them. Yes. And he didn't have enough the right gear, you know. He was throwing his trout shit, and they would bite it and pop it. Yeah. And he got his big pole out and tried to throw something out there. Well, they wouldn't bite that. So they wouldn't, you know, him and another boat videotaped it, and they were coming up to the surface yeah. and hitting the top. And So we can do it. We just got to figure it out. I want to catch a triple tail. I've yeah, never caught a triple tail. I've never caught that one. Is the easiest thing in the world to do. Well, you got to find one. And All you got to do is just check channel markers. I know, but with and I watched people do it the other day. Well, I'm sitting there idle at Passmere Inn. I burned five gallons of gas to get there and back. They're burning a hundred gallons. They're going. I'm zooming all around. I saw them doing it because I know they're out there, but I don't want to zoom around. I'm mm-hmm. happy catching my catfish. You can sidecast. <laughs> you can one bite eaters. You yeah. can sidecast to the triple tails, which is a live shrimp on the record. You just gotta find them. Yeah, right. you just gotta you see know. them. And there's yeah, only gonna be one or two there. They're floating on top I've of the water. On their side. Just, we didn't catch it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I start now when I'm going out to pass Marion. I'm looking at all the mm-hmm. markers I pass, and yeah. I haven't seen one yet. But I think one day. I don't know. Maybe when gas isn't six dollars a gallon, five ninety nine is what we just went to. Whew. The harbor six. I mean, just you know, I'm not burning more gas than I need to. I can go right out to Pass Marion and catch all the trout I want. You're gonna start fishing off sailboats like we used to. Yeah, <laughs> fish off the dock like I used to. You know, <laughs> yeah, I can catch all the trout I want. Yeah. yeah, kayak. That hurts Equal my back. power. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up before we end this podcast. Now that we've talked about fishing and clearing land and building bridges. Um, the new thing I, I sent y'all the text about it the new velvet buck yeah, hunt in Mississippi it's like September 18th something like 16th that. through the 20th or 18th through the 20th it's only like three days which kind of stinks I wish they'd give us a week so is at it least. bow only or gun it's bow bow only archery only yeah, and um, but it's like in the middle of a week now I think it might be I don't know check the dates I haven't checked I got the picture of it I'll pull it up right now so we, we were accurate on it um, screenshots did y'all get the picture Six of the pig to from today? Yeah. No. I the lost pig in Past Christianity? That's Road. what walked under your damn house. He's just white. No, that, that's way up north of the interstate. I know, but it, that one night when we were talking about it last night, that yeah. pig that walked or whatever it was, it's the September 16th through the that's 18th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so it's one weekend. Um, Ooh, man, that's going to be hot. hot. It'll God, be hot. Yes. Hot. It'll be mosquitoes. You'll have to definitely. Well, I'm gonna have my net suit on and yeah. probably neck it under it. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna definitely so try to hunt if I'm free, if I'm around. I'm gonna try to get out there. Um, I've killed one velvet buck in my life, and he's three quarter velvet. You know, I mean, he was hanging, the velvet's hanging off his horn, so that was cool with my bow on October sixth, I think, is when he came out. So, but that's the only one I'd ever seen in my life was that. I've I've, I've seen never seen him while I was hunting. I've got videos. I haven't of like seen small, any while I was hunting. Yeah, small ones at the camp. Yeah, like over at one. Yeah, around September, early October, yeah. but they lose them right then at beginning of October. So it's crazy because really like, like I'm going up to the camp the weekend of the twenty fourth. American sports fish just come in there to check out the lakes. You got to do the shock and finally stuff. do the little the little pond and yeah. <laughs> dug that out. That probably it. has ten pound bass. No, it pond. doesn't have any. Oh, it really doesn't. No, we took everything out of it. Oh, probably. Um, put some more back. They love that little pond. But we'll um, get massive. 
I'll put cameras out and start because I don't have any cameras going. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my my cell cams. I'll, I'll put them out and get them operational. Start looking and seeing. Yeah, I don't have a camera out. I hadn't been up there since. I'm gonna put some out this weekend. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even been up there this time of year. I always say I'm gonna go. I'm just too damn busy. Yeah. I can't get away. I need to hire somebody else. So you need to open up earlier in the morning. No, God no. That's gonna make me work less. No, you just hire somebody to be there in the morning. Why? To do what? You need to put boats out. Why? I got. I'm full. For the for early morning fishermen. We don't have. We're an old folks marina. (laughs) Just like me, I don't leave until nine, and I limit out almost every day. So. Why the hell would I get up at four in the morning and go? There's go, no reason. Go offshore. Get no, gone. I, we, they come up and fuel up at five in the morning. I mean, five in the afternoon, right before we, or if they want to go out, we tie them up and fuel them up, ice them up, and they go out and fish, and they come back at noon. But they haven't been catching anything. Yeah, been, been, nobody did the like They're leaving too early. Yeah, they, they're just not. People have been catching snappers, but not from our dock. For some odd reason, I haven't seen a snapper come back. The snapper's been open now three weeks. I haven't seen Probably a Probably because of the cost of the fuel. We have people go, but they're just not. Yeah, the cost of the fuel is part of it. And the lack of what they can catch, even if they do catch them. Because it's not worth going out there to fish. fish. Yeah, no, for that money. That's a lot of gas money. Yeah, I mean, it just makes no sense. I mean, if you got eight or nine people on the boat, then yeah, maybe it's But still, okay. you're talking about $1,000 of fuel. Uh-huh. So divide that eight or nine people, it's still... Couple hundred dollars a person, hundred and twenty dollars a person. Yeah, that's just sixty dollars. I mean, snapper's good, but yeah, it's just not that good. You can buy it for less than sixty dollars. I literally spend five five gallons of gas to get to pass my and back, and I catch whatever I need. Speaking of that, yeah, went over to to the seafood house in Slidell on Saturday. One dozen of the number one jumbos, cheap probably, huh? Crabs. Yep. $79. What? A can of lump crab is 30 It's expensive. But the, the luxury is crazy. One dozen. That's crazy. The number, I've seen it like the that. The number twos were $59. Because they're sending all the most of them up to Maine. And so well, you're dealing you, with those prices. You, you yeah. say that. Camille wanted social crabs. They didn't have any social crabs. She found somewhere online and she bought two cheaper dozen <laughs> soft shell crabs. crabs. They're frozen. Yeah. Restaurant type and was less still, well. Uh, still well, good. I mean, hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. then they're being shipped. They shipped out today. So yeah, normally soft shell crabs are double what a regular yes. crab is. Yeah, now the markets are all screwed up with inflation. Everything's gone up. We went to Texas Roadhouse because I had a gift card the other night. We had to go to Academy. Me and George and Kim to eat, fifty-seven dollars. That's cheaper than Hook or Bacchus. I was like, this is this isn't right. You know, he missed something. <laughs> No, and then and then the, I went to we played at uh, uh, the yacht club the other night, and the caterer had shrimp and crawfish, and he had those nine twelve shrimps that are like that big, huge, and he said I bought them for four dollars a pound. That would be ten dollars seven ninety nine a pound normally. So I think that like beef, like steaks and shrimp, and I would expensive. think crabs is dropping though because. No. It's not. More, most people, well, the Model 2 experiences, it's dropping. Or if you go to the shrimp boats, it's dropping because that's a luxury item. So, like, poor people and middle class people are eating less shrimp 
and less steaks. So that's it's a supply and demand thing. All I know is I went to McDonald's today, got a Big Mac combo. That's expensive. I spent thirteen bucks just for you. <laughs> I was like, holy cow! It's called inflation, guys. Yes. Yeah, I bought some steaks tonight. They were expensive. Really? I went yeah. to Walmart, bought two good ribeyes last week or two weeks ago, big thick ones. For twenty-one bucks for two of them. That's ten dollars a steak. Yeah. That ain't bad. Speaking of that, for good ones. Camille's always watching these videos on cooking steaks, and she's got this one one dude that she's watching all the time. You naked guys getting naked. Oh, he's he naked. Actually, oh no, don't do that. He <laughs> Why did you point that out to me, man? He, <laughs> he put he's completely naked, powdered in the window. <laughs> he put powdered milk on a steak. Oh. That's weird. And let it dry brine in the refrigerator for eight hours. Powdered milk. And then cooked it and like did a, a taste test with. And they like that. And they like that was the best steak. I wonder because like my back strap, I cut it up and soak it in milk mm-hmm. like overnight, and Just it, it bleeds, helps kind of break it that, down. Yeah, and it bleeds and, that, that blood out of that. there more. I wonder if you soaked a steak in milk. Oh, you do the same thing for some dishes too. Yeah, sharks. Yeah, just let it soak to kind of get the gamey flavor out. Gets the gamey flavor. Puts the milk. We used to soak out. He's gone. Thank God. He'll be back. We 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 used to soak our shark meat in milk before we cooked it. So yeah, there's some enzyme enzyme in milk. So I I, I bet steak would be good too, Mm -hmm. like that. So, but my steaks I made the other night, grilled them. They were great. I was I was hungry though. Okay, well, Miss Ben, he's out of town. He should be back. I don't know. When got another back. week and a half, probably. Yeah, being gone, so he won't even be back for the next. Yeah, they got extended a week. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why he's asking Lure to fly out. Yeah. yeah, so that makes sense. But this episode has been brought to you by loud dogs and people that need to get dog collars that they can zap them and make them not bark through a whole podcast. Vic, he, he got quiet. It's also brought to, the end. brought to us by the Naked Man. And the Naked Man up in the window. I mean, this is, I can't even look, I'm afraid to even look over there. Because he was totally naked. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. The Naked Man. I won't even say his name. You know it's better name. when it's dark out because he's yeah, got his light on, up. so he's yeah. lit up. Oh, At least my it's God. Outside Y'all right now. No, it is. It, I can't even look that way. That's why I sit facing this way. Horrible. Uh, that's why Brandon sat facing that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. He loves that's what he does all night. That's why that chair's clean. All these are dusty. He sits right there facing that way. Why would you not want to look at it? He's waiting, for, he's waiting for the wife to come in. He, that guy's got to be 80 years old. Oh, he's probably over that. Uh, 85. Yeah. And he's naked up in that window every night. Brandon, he times it out. Brandon knows when. Brandon's like, hey, we can't start the podcast before 730. <laughs> just, just wait. Yeah. Naked man. Um, yeah, okay, we're at 26 minutes or so. That was a good podcast. We're at low battery. So uh, we appreciate y'all listening. You can reach out to us somehow uh, through the Smoke Facebook, Smoke Signals, Hardwood Boys, HW Boys 2020 at Hotmail. I haven't that's, checked that's that. That's going to be hard to do with Smoke Signals. Yeah, I haven't checked that in a long time. To do, if we could somehow make smoke signals and emails work together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're, we're gonna, <laughs> I don't think we'll figure that technology out ever. <laughs> uh, but I think pretty soon with this inflation, we might be using smoke signals. You know, nobody's gonna be able to afford phones and no power. So, yeah, it's all gonna be gone. So, um, 
Get your podcast while you can. Listen to them now. Cause yeah, they're going to be more expensive. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start charging y'all for this stuff. We can't do Don't this say that. Uh, no, we don't, we don't. don't even know listeners. how to charge anybody. 37 listeners are called. So we just lost our one yeah, listener. Yeah. Yeah. Pacey will keep listening. He'll start paying for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He needs to write off. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for uh, listening. We appreciate it. As always, stay hard or keep your line tight. It sounds like a question. Not a stay hard. Well, and we are 45. <laughs> that is a question. Uh, what do you what, what do you got to say at the end? Wear your, your, your uh, life jackets. Wear your life jackets. Wear your waders. Get your dog. Get your dog a bark collar. Is what I'm saying. Yes. But as always, stay hard. Thank you.